0: Yeah, we about to get on and on, baby, on and on, baby,
1: oh. Is it me or is it hot in here? Uh. God. is it me or was it so shout
0: out to everybody tuned in shout out to all my supporters W-O-O. yeah, W-O-O. yeah. W-O-O. y'all hear it so
1: uh-huh. Hello ladies and gentlemen yeah. It's time to get ignorant uh, Is Hollywood, Hollywood lights so bright, as so it in a, a, yeah. a yeah. makes it with some of It makes it Hollywood And we fought, huh. I KK And female So Hollywood so Hollywood
2: So Hollywood Is
1: it me or is it hot it me or Is it me or is it hot in here? Is it me or is it hot in
0: here? <laughs> <invaluable> <smart noise> what up what up what up what up everybody it's your girl marquita but they like to call me who miss hollywood (laughs) (laughs) you're tuned into another episode of so hollywood the podcast so hollywood the podcast is a platform where everyone is treated equally and where i bring people together with this thing called entertainment yes Uh uh-huh that's how we do it uh if you don't know or if you have not seen or heard my podcast make sure you guys tune in every day this week next week up until I'm not booked anymore (laughs) 5 p.m eastern standard time is what I normally do I have interviews here daily so make sure you guys tune in and you can listen to me on all of your streaming platforms um, But yes, <clears throat> as you guys know, and like I said before, if you do not know, I like to do a thing called a recap. <sighs> yes, a recap is my 52nd episode. Last episode, I had uh, the pleasure of finally interviewing a dope individual by the name of Dave Anderson, a.k.a. what I know him as, Taz Daddy, a.k.a. The business bully he's a Pittsburgh native uh, he is a business coach motivational speaker founder of blacks black boys win owner of the business bully everything across the board is the business bully uh, graduate of Temple University and he definitely gave us an exclusive exclusive access he gave us an exclusive uh, on his on his episode so make sure you guys go catch the latest episode um of your favorite episode on your favorite streaming platforms also um stream it on here Instagram live you can you can tune in live you can have your comments you can you can do so much more on the Instagram live um i know we started kind of late today uh i was actually double booked You know, when you start to get this momentum, you start to get double booked. But anyways, yes, want to be a guest on So Hollywood, the podcast, go to www.allofhollywood.biz. And um, yeah, let me get this situated here. I have some more things to let you guys know. Um, And as you guys know, and if you do not know, um, 40 After, I normally do a thing called Sweet 16. However, not today because my special guest is not um, an artist. So um, 50, 45 after I like to do this thing called top five, five questions, five answers, uh, all in which are catered to my guests because um, not everybody is, even though they share entertainment, uh, not everybody has the same uh, outlook. So I cater this thing called top five to uh, my special guest 50 after i like to do this thing that i just introduced exclusive access uh yes exclusive access exclusive access is anything that you can give my listeners that you haven't given to anyone else 55 after is like uh, i call wind it down wind it down is pretty much your shout outs your social media where they can find you uh and speaking of shout outs today uh, this episode is sponsored by Red Cup Gang. You see it. If you're not, if you don't see it, you hear it. Uh, but yes, um, sponsored by Red Cup Gang. Today I did a photo shoot with them. That That's a whole nother ball game. Um, but yes, 55 After is when we do our wind down, our shout outs. And of course, of course, I like to do uh, this thing called question of the day. Question of the day is, I will have to re it when my guest gets in here. Um, just bear with me when it comes to this. And um, the question of the day is, what bothers you? Damn, that was a good tongue twister. What bothers you about the industry? And what would be your solution to fixing it? Once again, what bothers you about the industry And um, what you would do or what would be your solution to fixing it? Um, And then last but not least, I have my special guest. He's going to come up here just shortly. Uh, Without... No, actually, uh, 55 after exclusive access. And besides that, I like to do an exclusive access, which is, uh, exclusivity. Anybody that has not watched the show, or if you watch the TV or not the TV show, the Instagram, make sure you do that because they give gems out here. They give like good things that they're doing out here exclusively only here. This is this. You're only going to hear it first here on so Hollywood, the podcast, um, And this is episode 53. And like I said before, I am going to um stand up for this episode because this is I feel like it's only appropriate to stand up because, you know, I have a fitness guru in the building. Hello. How are you doing today?
3: Hey, what's going on? How's everybody doing?
0: <laughs> Everyone is good. Um, But let me give you your flowers while um, while I'm here. So today, without further ado, I introduce my guest, and this is episode 53, Chris Sainsbury. Is, am I getting there right? Because I always mess up your last name.
3: No, nah,
0: no, thanks sir. You got okay. it right. <laughs> you um you are owner of Dean CrossFit, you're the creator and community engager, former trainer for Bad Boy Records. If you guys have not seen this show, we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. And then uh you're a marathon runner, so we're going to get into all of that. AKA the go-to trainer in the entertainment industry. That's what I that's what I saw while I was doing my research. So, um sorry you guys only can see my other half. Like, I'm just My (laughs) bad, but yes. um, How are you doing today?
3: I'm I'm doing great. I'm I'm in the Virgin Islands right now with my friends, and we're just kind of like chilling. Um, I'm delighted. I'm delighted to be here. I was like, oh, I can't do this while I'm on vacation. But I was like, oh no, that's my girl. No, we're gonna get up on so Hollywood right quick. So no, um, no. But I'm doing well. Like today was a a powerful day. So we spent a lot of day out in the water today, and uh, we saw turtles. We saw really like. Turtles like the size of a table.
0: Oh, one of them.
3: Like like real turtles.
0: (laughs)
3: Like real turtles. (laughs) Like real turtles. (laughs) That's these terms we saw. These terms.
0: Oh, shit. It's always different. Well, yeah, I've yeah. never been out of the country. So, whenever I do, I'll be able to to experience all well, of that.
3: Well, 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 the Virgin Islands is part of U.S. territory. So, you don't even need to pass. It.
0: Oh, see, look at that.
3: <laughs> Done. Done deal. Done deal. You. You just Dropping me on tool. Dropping tool.
0: <laughs> but let's get this interview started. Um, I always like to ask my guests this question. How did this thing called entertainment enter your life? like what is your earliest and fondest memory of entertainment being right there?
3: um uh, my earliest entertainment is the household man like the i think i think my father my father my father by far is probably like the biggest entertainer in my household so um he would wake he's a he's a military man, so he would wake up at four thirty in the morning. And he would put on James Brown, and it would be. And you're also talking like an old school. My father's like a real old school cat. So like, he's, he's 75 years old, still got an afro, still got the pork chop sideburns, and like, yo, like he still has all of his old, like all of his old clothes in plastic from uh, <laughs> from the cleaners. What? So, word, he don't wear them. But those are his memories. Those are those are his things. So uh, I never, I, I never told nobody that. That's why when when you were singing that song on the gram a couple months ago, I was, like chimed in, I was like, hey, hey. But, um, <laughs> so I was like, I hear that very white. Somebody, somebody's mama was playing that Listen. music. So, um, mm. yo, so no, but that, I would say, uh, first and foremost, my father is probably like a musical inspiration and in, in so many different capacities. And I think it trickled down to my sisters onto me. And then a lot of my entire family, my, my entire family's into entertainment to a certain so, mm, uh, mm. to a certain degree, so like, the, you know, it was kind of a natural progression of things. So,
0: mm-hmm. And then also um, with my research, I saw that your mom, she used, um, right. she used the exercising as like healthy lifestyle and, and so on and so forth. Did she use any, was that during the time that you were entered into this entertainment or was it before that?
3: Oh well, I'm not going to say health first in my household. I'm not okay. going to say health first because I think as I've gotten older, you when you start to reverse and you start to think about certain things that we eat, right? Maybe even in a, if not healthy, maybe in an abundance, we can talk about that as we as we as we build on the conversation. Right. But my mother uh, was diagnosed with high blood pressure probably around the age of 25. Okay. So, like a certain type of eating went down in my household. Um, and and that, that's not to say she didn't put ham hocks in her beans when she was cooking. <laughs> right. but that, it, it just it just meant that we were, I was probably more conscious to like the pressure, blood pressure, like mental pressure, physical right. pressure, strokes and heart attacks and type 2 diabetes and amputations a lot sooner than most.
0: Right. Okay. Okay. The only reason I said that is because I know... Like I always explain, entertainment plays a part in everybody's life, whether they had like a playlist that they listen to or something that they, um, you know, they they can relate to. And so that was my first question that I had up here. And I wanted to get I'm going to get to that. But as growing up, like you said, your household was your main like entertainment um I guess where you got your entertainment from. So when did you? When were you able to listen to things outside of the normal, if that makes sense? Because you were um, in military, oh, you know. It, I oh, mean...
3: that was, yeah. I can. I, I yeah, You gonna You gonna make me start going rehashing old that I haven't having thought about. Um. Yes. No, that's no, cool. Cool. So cool. Yes. I remember being on Fort. I remember being in Fort Bliss, Texas, um, at Best Buy, mm-hmm. and I think Run DMC or, or I think Cameo or. Somebody had just dropped something, um, and I wanted to buy a Elvis Presley record. And my sister was like, <laughs> "And and then, and and if you knew my sister, it was like, yeah, she wasn't she wasn't even hearing that, having it, nothing, nothing like that." Right.
2: So,
3: um, so to impress my sister, I went and I think I picked up like a cameo, or not to impress her. Probably just so I didn't have to catch any of her shit. <laughs> right. Like, I probably, like, I probably went and picked up, like, you know, Johnny Kemp. Like, it's Friday night, just got paid. <laughs> I probably just went and picked that up just to appease her. Um, But I think that was, like, my first step of that. And then it kind of just trickled down. Because then at that point, then I wanted to be a DJ. Around what age I had
0: was to be, that?
3: I had to be about eight. About I had eight. to be about this is we're talking about. This got to be about second grade for me. Okay. So I'm I'm and I, I'm sorry I don't have an exact number, but like I want to say it has to be definitely second grade. Then that's when my musical identity starts to really okay. take shape and form. Like, um, you know, that's when you know, and just so, so I can date myself a little bit, like that's when my prerogative Johnny uh, Buck Brown's oh, first album drop. Um, that <laughs> you know, uh, Teddy Riley was like going. Bananas, Key Sweat, and my uncle was working with Keith Sweat at that time. So, like, um, it was there was a lot of different pockets of like juice that was right. just running through my head. Right. Um, and 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 then let alone I'm a military kid, so that now you're dealing with you're dealing with so many pockets of flavors. Yeah. You got the West Coast. Crew that lived down the block. You got the the kids from Wichita, Kansas, up the block. You got the kids from New York, up the block. So there was always like a big massive melting pot of like different sounds.
0: So how did that impact you as um as like a a a business exec Because we're going to get into that as well. Because you went and you got an internship with the with Bad Boy, but that's later on down the line. So how did that how did that transition happen?
3: Which what what do you mean transition for which part?
0: Or when you um, the I can't even think. I didn't got a brain fart. Is that bad that you have a brain fart no. on your interviews?
3: No, because that's, <laughs> that's that's just
0: what. So yeah, that's just you say. you said you wanted to do uh, DJing and um, you were in that transition of your life. Like, how did that even um yeah. transpire? That part. There you go.
3: Oh um, you know my dad got my dad has about like about two three thousand uh, Two, three thousand records, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and so part of my responsibility, or the job that I had, was Chris go put that record on. <laughs> Crisco <go> put him. <laughs> <know? laughs> right. So you know, you know, when you have kids, the, the, the they are your human remote, con- remote control. Yep, yep. Go, I need you to go downstairs. Yep. And I need you to put. I, you, I need you to come downstairs, and I need you to put on the air conditioner. For me. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, you right by the switch. So, you know, as parents, like we use our kids to like go fetch and deliver our little small needs around the house. So right. my job for my father, which turned into my job as an adult, okay. was was go get my record and put it on. See, now the fucked up thing with this is that when he did that, what he didn't realize is that. When he would go to sleep, I would take his records out and I would be like trying to mix and scratch. And I and I, I'm looking at these records now like, oh, my God, I so destroyed. Like this original Temptations album from 1967 with a, with a double cover and there's no more left in production. So um,
0: oh, I bet you got your but, ass whooped. I don't, you know, I don't
3: think he really even knows to this day, but it's okay. So uh,
0: Exclusive <laughs> you know, we,
3: we won't, we won't, we won't tell him because, you know, your parents are still with your ass. don't really right. matter how. <laughs> so, uh, so we, we, just, we, we won't make sure that he ain't on Instagram.
2: Okay. Okay. So, uh,
3: no, but, don't, but I think, but if I ever hosted a party or if I, or even at my gym, like I have, I, I hire DJs really to come in, spin, to throw uh collections together for me. Um, shoot when I was when I was working in radio, I when I was working in music, I at my first stop, not my first stop, but my main source mm-hmm. of uh was radio. So uh the DJ was the most important thing, still the most important thing to me. Um uh, and I I look I just wrote, I remember seeing um oh my god I can't I got now I got a brain fart. I can't oh, I can't <laughs> I, 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 I think, so no but it's like my fate out of all these groups, damn SJ mm. Jazzy, Jeff all of those guys who who I was looking at, I wasn't really listening to like Ron, and I wasn't really listening to Will. I was really listening to like how how these DJs were cutting. And then, oh my God, when Juice came out and, and ORFs Epps was spinning, I was like, oh, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I was like, oh, damn, I could do that. Like, I, 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 I ain't gonna front to you. I, I'm no DJ by far, right. but like it's a, it, it, but it's a, it's a skill. It's a it's the star that I wanted to be at some point in my life, but right. eh, you know we all got different
0: So was that when you were in what college did you go to? The University of Texas? Is that I where went
3: you... to a lot of them. Oh, we we, we went we, we went we, to a lot we... of them. You know, we went to a lot of them. It's okay. You know, we, I, I've been to every HBCU campus. That's all we need to talk about. <laughs>
0: Uh, It's all good as long as you as long as you got your experiences throughout that journey.
3: Life, life.
0: (laughs) So when we met, what what were you doing then? I know it's I think it's jumping a little bit further ahead because you said no. That's cool. You were you were NASA. We
3: met NASA. Then met NASA.
0: Yes. So were you a DJ then, or were you the intern that I've um that I've read about?
3: Um, I don't remember where I was. Um, we met in Nashville.
0: It was at the 8-Ball and MJG meet and greet.
3: Okay, so that I, I know. Okay, so
0: for 92Q, I think it was. Damn, yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, so <laughs> wow. there was only there was only going to be one or two artists that I was in Nashville with. Okay. And I knew it was, was going to be Ball and G or it was going to be Loon. I just thought okay. uh, you couldn't remember. So, I think around this time, I got to be somewhere around 22, 23. Okay. okay. Um, I'm somewhere in that age group. I'm still kind of really green, very rookie, um, and not and, and just to be clear, not quite knowing what I want to do with my life. Period.
0: Okay. You know, okay. like when you're
3: like 21, 22, and you think you got to know everything right now. No, right. it's gonna come over time. You just gotta let it grow. Um, but I was never a DJ. Never ever ever DJ. Okay. I, I serviced my job as in music was to help service DJs in New York City. Um, I was. The kid with the bag, with the records, the records in the bag going from club to club to club to club to club throughout the night and asking DJs to spin my music. Um, That then turned into, and mind you, I was also a fitness trainer simultaneously because I was, at that point in my life, I'm the intern. So, like, there was no payment for me. My payment was being you having those, you having the ability or the opportunity to make something for you sell and right. figure it out. Wow. that was my payment and, and so I would have to say that at, and believe it or not am mind you like I was already on, on a national an, an international television show at this time really so making wow. making a band had already dropped okay like okay. and then when, make make and then so when i i started doing little things that started earning my stripes while at bad boy, okay. there was a little bit of hard work there was a little bit and a lot of luck a lot of luck mm-hmm. and so believe it or not i was just i worked and i never told this to anyone so here's your exclusive,
0: exclusive access
3: well it, and it's, it's not even really like it's like more about talking about humility okay. and being modest right and so and and for whoever's listening knowing that whatever job you get like you got to be able to facilitate every hat so if that means you're the janitor then you're the fucking janitor but if that means you're the boss but guess what you're the boss but you better be able to facilitate every role and you better not question it because that's leadership right that's, that's just part of being leadership and like during ball see i was just trying to get some bread and trying to like didn't still didn't really know what radio promo really was, and I understood it, but I didn't have I didn't have no contact. I didn't really, I didn't have enough grit underneath right. me. I didn't have enough time right. underneath me. So I really went out there as Ball and G's driver, like what? real quick. They were like, "Yo, they, they look, hear me out." They were like, "Yo, Ball and G needs Ball and G needs a SUV or RV or something." So they made me fly all the way to Dallas. I picked up this RV, and then I had to drive all the way to, like, I think, Deluxi, Deluxi, to pick them up. Then what ended up happening, I just became the little homie. I just became the little homie, and then at that point, I'm going to all the radio meet and greets. I'm working, and then now we're starting to develop a radio program, at uh, a, a college program at that
0: point. Okay, place. okay.
3: Um and then, then at that point, one of my bosses was he was like kinda trying to groom me into what I was to become and what I became. Mm-hmm. Um then what ended up happening like one of my responsibilities was to go out on the road, meet all the DJs meet all the MDs, the PDs, um, meet all the regional reps. But the most important thing was to meet the nightclub owner. Oh. Meet the night meet the nightclub owner, meet the nightclub owner, meet though the head of security. Meet that, meet those two people, and, and DJs in the neighborhood. Right. If I show you my phone right now, if I was able to flip it and you can see the amount of international DJs that I have, or just DJs period, that I have in my phone, you would be like, "Well, what the fuck?" <laughs> and, 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 and but but then what ended up happening? I started being able to make money. I started being able to book artists and start oh, booking acts. Okay, apps. okay. I started being and and that came over really quickly. But that was just kind of more the be- bad boy was more like, for me was like was was my college. Okay, that was okay. that was those were, when I when we met those were my freshman freshmen, and so I did anything and everything I possibly could do to try to earn my stripes. Um, I later didn't earn those those I didn't get what I wanted, but I got what I needed. Right. Uh, right. So, but after a while, I look to the point i got it to the point where i actually went to i even went to ball's house and had dinner with his mother wow. and like you know what i'm saying like and this is shit i you ain't never heard of like right. i'm coming coming i'm like these are like ogs to me i'm meeting i'm meeting uh i'm meeting all the Swab house crew and and i'm i'm meeting all, i'm meeting all devin the dude and i'm meeting Hello, like devin. like i'm like you know what i'm, saying? I'm the, god rest the dead C the was alive at that point like you know what i'm saying every I'm meeting, like, all these cats from this era of, like, my childhood. I'm like, oh, shit. You know, like, so it was so funny. So then my homeboys that came and they grew up with me on military bases. When I introduced them to ball, they were like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> 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 so, uh, you know, because in my neighborhood, like, in my neighborhood, the, the men are blue cops. Right, that's right. It. Like, that's, right. I'm, I'm not supposed to be doing this. Like, I'm the men I grew up around Is straight 1000% blue, like now. You know what I'm saying? And um, so, you know, they went from changing oil to like coming to the club with me and me in ball and jeans. So it was just like, I was able to impress one of my friends that we got, we could could do so many other things.
2: Right. And so,
3: but that position rolled over into me rolling with all the artists. Okay. But then, me as a fitness trainer or the fitness guy, that also rolled me into me keeping the artists
0: intact. Right. So when did that, like when keeping, did your fitness journey begin? Was it was it within the freshman years or was it prior to yeah. your freshman years? Okay. Um
3: well it, I could say it started prior. Okay. But the career but the career component of it didn't start into those freshman years. Okay. Um, because then when I did make in the band that opened up the doors to right. everybody being accessible to me you know, um, I, I, you know, that went, I, that went from, I went from being on the road with Ball and G to going on the road with Khaleesa now. I mean, so like it, my, my, that era of that, that punch era of those five years of my youthful twenties were just that it was more like, where are we at? I was on the road eight months out the year. Wow. I was, I was on the I was on the road eight months out the year, uh, domestically I didn't start going international until I was like maybe 25, 26. Yeah, I want to say 25, 26, maybe, maybe something like that. Uh-huh. But then, and then at that point, that's when I started looking at the game differences. Now at that point I'm a little older now. right? So like, I'm not right. thinking about it out of the lens of a 22 year old. I'm thinking about it like, Oh, I might be an international marketer or I might be an international promoter. Like I'm, I must've been to Paris. Oh, I, w- I would like literally be bouncing back and forth. And And now at this point, again now the grooming process was very different for me at that point because i had certain luxuries because i was on making the band so they kind of right. used to, my right. boss kind of used that exposure to allow me because that allowed me to open up doors but the beauty i think um the beautiful thing about it is that by the time i left that boy and i started getting with other artists like the game was strong like right. the, you know the okay. game was i went when i when i Got with Chris Brown, and I got with Rihanna. Like, see the things that you can find on the internet, like right. the stuff that I've done, ain't right. even a surfing on the net. Like, because I'm I'm Mr. Modest. I don't really be sitting out here promoting all that. But like, when I start, I damn near lived with Chris Brown for like two years. Wow. And like, and then then there's a there's a particular hotel where all the artists would just live. You know what I'm right. saying? In L. A. So like when they're cutting their records, everybody's in this one particular hotel. So. One floor is too short. The next floor, is, it was Nick Cannon. Then the the floor underneath that was Rihanna. Then it was Laura London. It was like, then it was Tia. It was everybody in the building at the same time. So we would, they would all end up, everybody would end up co- like collectively working together. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's right. just how the, the production end of it works, where they'll try to like get all the artists in the same music house. Let's just say in the same studio. Right. Like you're in studio A, uh, Kanye's in studio B, the studio see it then all of a sudden hopefully some organic right. right right so right. um but like i was to answer to go back to your original question because uh, we can we can bounce back and forth right. all day um right. we go back to your original question i was my fitness journey started before bad boy certain influences military lifestyle influences um, men, men and women trained to keep their lives intact in case they go to war. We were like, mm. b- Desert Storm was very, was just kicking off around that time. Um, or the war on Iraq or Kuwait, one of them, I don't remember. Um, mm. Then there was that. And then there was just like high school football in <laughs> high school track.
2: Right.
3: You know, and, and, and then that started that way. And then I didn't know there was a such thing as a fitness trainer until when I got to New York and I just really wanted a job in the gym so I can study and not have to pay for the, pay for my membership. Absolutely. I just right. wanted the front desk job. I was right. cool with that. <laughs> and I could intern at that boy, or I can go to a vocational school. That, that, that's what I was thinking of. And I went to the vocational school and I was like very close to becoming a, like a, a career carpenter. But then I just said, Oh, you know, I had an opportunity over at that and I, took it. So I just said, what the fuck, why not? Right. Wow. So, um, but when I got over to bad boy, I started to, like, I started to train my bosses. Okay. <laughs> so
0: did they come that, to you or was it like a, Oh, well, I can do this. Or they saw, they, they saw you it, like in the fitness element or was it like, I'm going to ask well,
3: them. They started, they didn't know what to do with me. So like they, they uh, <laughs> you know, I, I was a nice, I was a nice guy, but also I had to chip on my shoulder. So it was oh, like,
2: um, okay. you know,
3: so like, so then what ended up happening, I went to, it was, I trained one person, mm-hmm. one person, and you, and Word here comes mouth. the thing. Mm-hmm. And, and and mind you, these, but this group of women that I started training, and men, kind of raised me in business. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and it's so funny because I host a, a fitness retreat in Costa Rica every year. And okay. like, a lot of my old bosses come to my fitness retreat. Wow. And so, like, it's more the, I guess they get to see it in a way of like, I helped mold this young man mm-hmm. and now this young man is a man and he's doing his thing and they come I, to me. I just feel like it, it's paying homage. Mm-hmm. So, cause when we did the, when we did the, when we were, and we were, that, that was one of the things I said, like, you know, you know, the things that I've learned, even down to as small as requesting monies mm-hmm. from, you know, a, let's just say, invoice uh, invoice request form mm-hmm. and how how to track the numbers or how to, like, talk to the accountant. And this was just in the building. Like, you know, Bad Boy was just, it's not a, Bad Boy wasn't a really big, big company.
2: Right.
0: They just
3: had some real right. strong players. In
0: there.
3: Right. And what, like, Uh-oh. Oh.
0: You didn't got choppy momentful. a little bit. You know, I
3: heard people like, I would rather, Okay, there you go. My like, my homeboy told me, here we are. You, you back?
0: Yeah, I'm back. I can hear you now. All
3: right. So I remember my homeboy had told me once. He said, "You hear me? Yeah." I, I said, "My homeboy had told me once. Uh, you know, I would rather, I would rather, I would rather lead a small pack of wolves rather than a herd of sheep. <laughs> so, and that's kind of, and so that's kind of what we had. We had, there was a a small pack of wolves, and I learned so much from them. And so I was always budding. I had this double life, fitness." Oh. You still there?
0: Yeah, I'm still there. Can okay. You hear me?
3: Um, I I had this double life of fitness and music, and they are very contrasting. Okay. Very, there's, you know, and I think I just at one point I just had to make a decision. Right. You know, I was more. I it got to a point where I was more a successful trainer than I was a radio. Trainer. Oh. You know, and and so and then I also had certain ego things too. So it was just like because <laughs> like, later on you know, cause then a little later on, it, it became to a point where I, I was starting to see myself more successful as an entrepreneur rather than wanting to go have a job. Right. Okay. You got
0: bigger than, in your position pretty much.
3: Not, not necessarily. Cause I think we're always the intern. We're always okay. working for free. We're always trying new shit. We're always, we're always in that position of, of humility of being an intern, even though we're bosses Right.
2: and okay. we're
3: over now. Like that. Like that, that, that's neither here nor there. It's, really more um I think it outgrow the positions what happened is just, there's two different mind frames, right? Okay. Some people I never I've never had a job. Ever, really. Like I've what I learned at Bad Boy was this is how you get it. Mm. And I was fortunate and lucky to do that because then it what I was looking for was I just want a job. Right. I just right. want a job and i just want to be recognized and i want a job but like that didn't have that didn't quite happen there. um and it never happened anywhere, really um until unless i developed it and that was the beginning of that entrepreneurial let's get serious about business and doesn't matter what business it is like what i'm saying what i'm talking about now is can translate in any space it doesn't really matter if it's music or fitness or if it's Garbage collecting, right? Like there are two different types of players. There's the, the person who's the going to take, there's going to spearhead and try to create the work, and then there's the worker, and they both need, they both need each other, Facts. and and they both need each other like desperately to survive. And so, like when they say it's hard to find good help, yeah. those are little statements that come out of that entrepreneurial mindset. Because if you don't have someone that can help you, like close excuse me, close the deal, then, you know, you're going to be stuck in limbo. Um, So it really didn't have anything to do with music. It's just that I had to make a sound decision. Am I going to be in in the music world or am I going to be in the fitness world? Because they're blurring each other so much that it's just not working out for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the beautiful thing is is that I got with one artist and I was able to get with that artist for, for about a few years. Oh, okay. But but, and that was Chris Brown. And so when I got with Chris Brown, it was just like, oh, boom, 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 boom. But then I was able. That's my fitness thing. But now I'm able to bring over a lot of that music information that I know. Because when he's thinking he's introducing me to DJ Khaled, I'm
2: like,
3: bro, I'm already hip. I'm already hip. hip." And but then, but then that, but then. And and and, and, that, and and that's cool, and and that's the, that you expect that, right? He don't right. know me, you know right. what I'm Like right. he just knows I'm the fitness guy, you know right. what I'm So, but then after over a course of years, I was able to like start booking shows and booking events for him, and then and then it went to the next artist, and then the next artist, and then and then it, I did that for about, I, I ran that gamut from maybe like twenty two, twenty three to maybe about. My daughter was born when I was thirty, so I think I kind of like gave up that road uh. life around that time. So, I by the time I by my daughter was 30, I did my last tour.
0: And what was, my, what, was my, last, what was your last tour? Uh, it
3: wasn't it wasn't it was Chris Brown getting ready for the O two 2 Michael Jackson run. Like he was going to he was supposed to be Chris, uh, Michael Jackson's opener.
2: Okay.
3: Uh for Michael's Michael's last uh tour, so it was like helping helping the team get ready for that situation. Mm-hmm. And I I don't remember which tour it was, but Chris and Rihanna were both like oh, I don't remember if it was Chris tour or Reese's tour, but I was definitely working for Rihanna, but I was also moonlighting with Chris. <laughs> you know, so, uh,
0: so you were definitely we, balancing everything.
3: Uh, as much as I possibly could. <laughs> Looking back, I probably wasn't like balancing jack shit, but like, but like at, at least I want to think that I was right, right. <laughs> um, Yeah, but it, it, it was cool. It was a great. It was a great standpoint, but then. But then when I when I got when I when I decided being a father over being a businessman was probably more important to me trying to figure out what doing business in just New York City looked like. yeah, right. of course, right. my life changed. I'm not popping around and I'm not in the club and everything <laughs> else longer. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? But like it it, it took a lot to get used to because it was a, a culture shift. Like a there's an like identity shift there, right? Um, but what ended up happening is that over time, I was able to develop a whole different business okay. in fitness.
2: Okay.
3: Um, now I'm 30, and okay, I'm doing this fitness thing, doing this fitness thing. But okay, I got to open a gym. That's the first thing in, that's going on in my mind. But I can't go back to. I don't want to go ask anybody for money because I don't know my population. Okay, I don't know where am I going to go get my money from, or like got, how am I? I, I got gonna a go-
0: question. <laughs> Did it feel like you you were starting all over again? or were you just ending one chapter and then continuing on with that chapter?
3: Um I think it's I think I think you answered it for me. I think it was both. I think it would. It, it definitely was starting a new chapter. And as much as I didn't want to end it, that old chapter like it eventually ended itself. So. Mm, okay. Um
2: okay. I did
3: have an artist for a little while Dutch capital um uh, that I was oh. representing his uh part of our, we were both on the same team for a while. And I just, fact, I spoke to them like two things.
0: I remember them when um, they came to the core DJ retreat and, um, yeah. Rest yeah. in peace and to so, the, uh, the homie that I remember. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Aaron, Aaron, yeah. 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 Aaron solo. It's, it's been a lot. Yeah. You know, when you, when you're in the rap game, it would depend on what track. you know, we, we don't, we, we don't even have to go there. Everybody yeah, knows. What right. So what ended up happening with, um, what what ended up happening with uh help me help me help I me mean, where are we at? That transition was just very real. It was like, Okay, my my I'm no longer talking to DJs, I'm no longer talking to agents, I'm no longer talking to just that one particular client. Right. Now I gotta learn my business now I gotta learn relearn my business to and now I'm training multiple people throughout the course of the day to make a living.
2: Mm.
3: And that I think that's when the real science of fitness really came into uh soil within because then now you're dealing with people that have real issues, emotional issues, Mm. physical issues. Um, We're talking about maybe people that have, what's the word? Like some type of body dysmorphia. I can't say the word right now, but dysmorphia (laughs) and they're looking at themselves in a lens that is not healthy. We're Mm. talking about like, we're talking about health on a completely different level. Right. Right. Right, At that point. And so, and I'm seeing a lot of this. And then I said, yo, I'm it's, and I'm loving it too. I'm loving like now I'm not working for somebody who just needs to get fit for a music video. Ah. like my, my like my my the, my game changed drastically. So I would get hired to get people ready for music videos or a movie, mm-hmm. and it do- it doesn't touch it didn't tu- it didn't touch me or affect me the way this does. Mm. What I do now is like, I'm touching people
2: yeah. that
3: people that actually need real strengthening, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. real help. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, and not to say that these artists don't, right. I'm not saying that whatsoever, but I'm doing it on a completely different level. So, and then when I opened my gym, that changed because then now I'm now, now I'm a politician. Now mm-hmm. I'm a community mm-hmm. activist or a community engager. Like, because now I have a brick and mortar business. Mm-hmm. I had, i have to go to the city council meetings of all my districts i gotta go Whoa. listen to what my president is saying i gotta be able to push my initiatives through the community and because now there's kids like i'm and i'm i'm that coach i'm when the kid when when little black boys and little brown boys and girls running around and you know, up and down the block on right. on, a, on a any day of the week i'm like uh-uh. come on <laughs> get your the, get the ass in the gym and do do the same and I, I think my boy Dwayne from my childhood is on here at least I, I see him in there but like his dad used to make us go run like up the hill from time to time he'll put his dad used to make us go in the backyard and do lunges <laughs> and squats and so right. like I became that I became that coach call your mother I don't know these kids now I don't know these kids I'm like look call your mother give them my cell phone number Give them the number of the gym and the address, tell them that they must come pick you up from here. Mm. And that's where, and, and and believe it or not, I would like to believe that shit will change. A, coaches have a very strong impact on the of course. process. And so at the end of the day, it's, man, look, and, and my daughter's fortune, my daughter got both her parents, mother and father there, but mm. like she spends more time with her coach. She spends more time with her coach guiding, building, strengthening you know, pushing to the next level, right. things, things that parents, things the parents do, but they also need, parents also need reinforcement. Correct. But anyway, uh, we don't, we, we gonna keep on going with this, but, um, you, the job just evolved into something, the job, pretty, really, not even the job, the career, the, the lifestyle just evolved into something so much bigger and greater. And it just, it's, it's like a, I'm think I'm at 42. Mm-hmm. That I'm actually starting to mold and shape what my life work may look like. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And mm. so, um, and it's not what I thought it would be. <laughs> I, uh, I, I thought I was going to be rocking out the Mercedes. The I, I was going to be rocking out the. I was going to be at the Kanye Kanye concert last week.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> but
3: then, but I was the producer. I mm. was, I was the outhanding, you know, I was the, you know, the ICM. That's where my, my mind was then. Right. And when I, I even had an opportunity to do that a couple of years ago. And I, I just said, nah, I'm going to stick with, I'm going to stick with health and wellness because like, you know, I know people that are really like sick and dying and, and like, right. look, look at, right. look, at, look at, look at my my business partner said this. Biz Marquis just died from complications of diet, of type two diabetes you know, like we're, we as hip hoppers, we as black, we as brown, we as a culture, white, black, whomever. Oh, we don't, we, we, we throw blinders to that type to that yes. real shit that's really happening. You know, but some of our legends are dying of things that could have been curable yes, or preventable. Mm-hmm. And so a part of my message, a part of my job, you know, it's not about abs and it's not about like, It's not about any of that. It's really more about digging into your internal self and just trying to be a better person a little bit every day, a little bit every day. And then my job, I'm only a tour guide. As a fitness trainer or a fitness coach, I'm only a tour guide. Mm. you got to come already motivated. I'm only a tour guide. I can only give you suggestions on what I think you need to be doing with yourself to get you to your goals. And that's that's 1,000% of where I am. Um, and where my company is? Look, I, I have a company I got ten different trainers that work for me right now. That what's ain't, that what's wasn't the name like of your co-
0: company? Let everybody know the name of your company and where they can. My
3: find name it. of my company, the name of my company is Brooklyn Friends, Brooklyn Friends Limited Liability Company. Um, we own a gym called Dean CrossFit, uh, and we have a few other things going on. We we have Brooklyn Fit Fest, which was, which is a actual co- co- competition throwdown. Here's my here's my music song coming out with okay. within okay. fitness because it's um kind of like a day festival of nothing but pure fitness competition what? and then we'll ha- we'll have we'll have an artist come out and perform at the at the at the end on the last night or on the or on, on, on the, every night depending on how much money or how much advertising and or partnerships we can develop to actually make this launch happen so um yeah i'm trying to do some fly fitness Black,
2: I ain't
0: so, <laughs> do you know um, do you know amir amir boyd uh with Interscope?
3: no i don't well i don't you, think so either, i'm okay. gonna
0: link you guys together because he does marathon he does 5k he's he's he, 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 i think he's the vice president of promotions with Interscope. and i told him i gave him this dope idea to get the health conscious uh artists to do a marathon like all artists or all entertainers or whoever that wants to participate in this specific marathon and just do it like that. And and he was like, yeah, that'd be a good idea. So I'm also presenting it to you. So maybe you guys come up with something and I can be there and I can, i could be yeah. recording it we're
3: gonna start we're gonna start with, 5K. We're, we're gonna just, I, gonna start with a 5k i've always wanted
0: to do something of that like i don't know what inspired me but i'm like man i need to just at least try it i think it was run i think it was actually volunteering for uh the glow in the dark 5k that they had here that i um that i had worked for and they just hand out glow in the dark sticks stickers and stuff like that and you can see the excitement on their face the racers faces when they cross the line and i just want to see how that feels and with that being said like how do you i know you're a marathon runner we're going to get into um a little bit some other things here shortly but um but you're a marathon runner so how does that how did that even become like what made you be like okay well i want to run a marathon i can do this
3: it was just an idea it was simple as that it was just an idea and and then i got lucky because then diddy had wanted to do uh diddy wanted to run the marathon and so i got and so then i started running with him and his team and then i that was my first that was my i never did a 5k or any of that other than i went straight to the i went straight to the big show um and that was it. And at that point, then after that, I probably done maybe like a, maybe like about ten marathons. After that, I don't consider myself a marathon a, a marathon runner. I've just ran a few marathons, oh. like, <laughs> uh, but like, um, but you know, and, and just so I don't sound like I'm reducing what that is because marathons are brutally difficult.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, mentally they're really mentally agonizing uh ag- can be very uh ag- can be very mentally agonizing mm-hmm. and physically. Um what can I possibly say? Like you better train for it mm-hmm. if you're really it takes about six months to do so there is some time investment. It there, it doesn't really matter if, like what level of shape you're in. I'm not gonna say that, but it takes about uh let's just say an average person, it should probably take you about six months to train for a marathon successfully. Mm-hmm. Um You know, I was lucky and fortunate to, like, have always been a runner. Like, Mm -hmm. growing up, ran frats and things like that. So running didn't to transition from being a sprinter to a long-distance runner. Now, that was the challenging part. But, uh, you know, if I had to give you advice, if that's what you want to do, is just start with the 5K. Start with the 5K because, you know, we all are runners, right? It just depends on what's your race. You could be a very successful 5 ker. You may not be a very successful ultra-marathoner you might be a very successful 10Ker, not a good half. You know what I mean? Like so you just gotta kinda find what, what position you want to play. Right. And I, I think it's but what I can say about it, it's electrifying. It's I did I did a, a run in Norfolk probably about seven or seven years ago, right? I had some high school friends and I I don't know there's, there's a name of a beer, Lidwing, Ludwig, um it's a beer that's like from that general area,
0: I forgot what it is, but I know exactly what you're talking about.
3: But like, but my, the thing is, is that like right after the run, it turns into it goes right into entertainment. I like, think that might now be the, the
0: same. That might well I don't it, know if it, if it was the same thing.
3: Like it turns like after these events, and you c- cross that finish line, and you're proud of yourself, and you're taking your, your selfies, and you're taking pictures with your crew. Like everybody goes into a shed or this big massive tented area and they're throwing back beers like they ain't never trained. Right. To so <laughs> you know, you know, and there's some country western like country western uh band playing in the background somewhere. But like that there is a marriage between entertainment and fitness. Right. It's just a matter of like where do you want to find it? And like the I think the beautiful part about it is like you it kinda takes the edge off. And let everybody know that it doesn't necessarily have to mean that I have to eat or drink, consume wheatgrass and consume seaweed oil and, you know, and all these different things and stay very strict to a diet. That's one aspect of what fitness, they that you want it you wanted to look like. There's only one aspect. But there's so many different spectrums of that. And not everybody's methodologies is everyone's methodology. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, right. nah, man. <laughs> so but like i that's that's my personal opinion it, like if you are a if, if you have to know over time mm-hmm. where you want to take it okay. and where you and then when you know where you want to take it then you try to reverse plan it and try to see if you can minimize all those hits you're going to take along the way right because like putting because putting those artists in that marathon that's cool until they start getting those hits on the road, like what Mike Tyson say, everybody wants to everybody wants to win, so they get everybody had a plan, so they got punched. So
2: you know,
0: <laughs> but it's just but, like but, performance. Like, but, don't they have to get ready for performances and and you know stuff like that? Like, wouldn't that be yeah? Kind of similar.
3: It just really depends on the person. It's it's an individual okay. thing. Like you know, what I mean, like it's. You know, like it's it's a completely individual thing. Like I remember I met um I met Lizzo like literally on a run in Runyon Canyon about a year and a half ago. Okay. And like and it, it again, like, am I gonna go ask her to go run a marathon? No, I'm I'm not. But can she? She can. Will it help her performance? Probably. But uh-huh. it will it will her will her body composition look differently? Probably. You know what I'm saying? Like, but we well, we don't know what's gonna happen. Like it really it really just depends who that person is. And the hard thing about artists is that they don't stay still. Our, I think I think musicians have it I think musicians have it worse than any other form of entertainer mm. in on on the planet. Like there is no such thing as health. Right. You got you got the early morning show at six AM, you got the meet and greet breakfast with the PD's right following right after that. Yep. Right after that, we got to go to the high school. After that, we got to, after the high school, we got a break. We got to go to all the mom and pop shops and say hi and kiss hands and, and shake baby. Then we got to go to two more high schools and then we got to drop off at the college. And then you got to do the, You got to go to the other radio station and then you got to do the meet and greet with that radio station. And then you got to go to the club. And then, and then you got to break, and no, you gotta go to, you gotta break, then you go to the club, and then you gotta get ready to do that again the next day somewhere else. Yeah. So, like, I don't think I don't think artists or people actually even realize the type of agony that the world actually, like, the stress, the, the stress level, the, the mental and physical and health stress they actually get played on with the artists. And so, like, I don't, so you need to catch an artist when they're on their real downtime. Like, you gotta catch an artist when they're on their real downtime because, you know, the, the investment of running a marathon, is it's not you're not you're not doing this successfully if you if it's not that okay. that makes sense.
0: Understood. Yeah. Understood. Dang. Well, it's gonna happen. It's gotta happen because that'll change the culture. That'll change the culture for for the better. Because you know most of most of the um the older the OGs are now starting to become health conscious and yeah. uh, building juice bars and like going vegan and stuff like that. So Ooh. it's there. It's just you know like you said it's it's for the individual it's up to that individual that that yeah. <laughs> that a make it or break it type situation but um yep. and let's get a little bit on your fitness retreat and then we're going to move on to exclusive access. But I think you already dropped an exclusive access. Uh but if you want to drop another one that's fine and then 55 or 45 after uh I like to do a thing called top 5 five questions, five okay. answers. But let's get into the fitness retreat and then we're going to do the top 5. Okay. So tell tell me about like where you said it's in Costa Rica. How long is yeah. it? Um, where you know where the inf- where can they find all the information?
3: Oh wow! Okay,
0: uh,
3: <laughs> so, all right. So my this is going to be my fifth Costa Rica. Uh, this is going to be my fifth retreat in Costa Rica. Probably my last retreat in Costa Rica for the time period. Um, maybe, maybe not. Uh, it's going to be February the seventeenth to the twenty first, President's Day weekend. Um, the, the beautiful thing is, we fly in. We have beach. We have uh, dinner on the beach. At, you know, pretty much watching the sun uh, fall on us. Then the next morning at sunrise, we start working out, and then we, you know, go from there to the breakfast. And then we, from breakfast, we go into a, a fitness excursion. Maybe we go swimming for the day, or we learn how to surf, or hike, or we do something fun collective as a group. And then maybe we break down. We do a little bit of yoga and have dinner, uh, and then we repeat that. Or we may go to the club. We never, you know what this never, sounds yeah. like?
0: The music what? industry. <laughs>
3: No, 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 no. This, no.
0: <laughs> the breakdown. No, no. The breakdown. We no, get a break. I, 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 and I see we... what you're saying.
3: But no, because I get. I, I actually allow people to rest. Oh, <laughs> like,
0: uh, okay, so like, okay. So Different.
3: Um. So, and and then um, we you know the next morning we'll do the same thing. Uh, we'll the my whole, the whole idea is like there's three pillars of like what well health and wellness is right. There's for me there's fitness. And that meaning exercise, there is rest, and then there's quality nutrition. And I try to provide all three of those things. So if you don't want to work out or if you're tired or, you know, some people go on vacation because they need to reboot and reset, right? And so, like, you know, uh, at least that's the goal of vacation. And so we, I try to provide that throughout the entire weekend. Then we'll do, like, a sunset cruise on the last night. And then... If you want to stay local and stay in that area after the retreat, we'll work that out for you as well. So, I have President's Day weekend, um, Costa Rica, Tamarindo. We will be there for uh, from Thursday to Monday. Ooh. I know I'm going to probably stay there for 10 days, but that's, you know,
0: <laughs> uh, what you, what anybody who's going on out there? <laughs> you
3: know, Costa Rica is wonderful. Um, and then from there, um, and then in May, we're going to do Memorial Day weekend. We're going, I'm going to take a group to Tulum. Ooh. And then, so we'll be in Mexico, the same setup, same planning, just different, different types of excursions because Tulum is a different energy. Mm-hmm. And then probably later, a little later on in the year, we're going to do like more, you know, we'll, excuse me, we'll do more like hiking in the woods in upstate New York and things like that. So, okay. so I'll keep three of them. Lo- I'll keep two of them international. And then like, maybe I'll do two, two domestic ones. Okay. So everybody can go to my, everybody can go to the webpage, uh, fitcationnow.com, com. excuse me, fitcationnow.com. Um, and they can punch in and go from there and everybody can hit me, you can hit me on the DM right now, uh, very. I'll link you with all the information. Um, I just feel that everybody ha you know, life, life is way too short Thanks. and I feel, life is way too short and so we, and and sometimes, not sometimes, it takes a skill set to kind of heal and recover. That's those are skills. So come on, come down, come get some of those healing. Uh it was worth remedies from me and from my crew. And like we're all gonna like get out and get down and have fun.
0: Right. Awesome. Y'all heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> So, let's move on to top 5 and then after that we're going to do wind down and I'm going to give you a question of the day and we're out of this thing. So, the top 5 goes. Top 5 exercises you suggest. Ooh,
3: wow. Burpees. Oh, those things. I hate them. All right. Uh top five, top 5 with weight or no weight?
0: Uh it doesn't it's up to you. However you want to do okay. it. Okay.
3: Um th- these are my top 5. Burpees lunges
0: and can you also hold on can you also tell them what what those exercises work out okay so, burpees um, work out what
3: burpees are, is a total body exercise um it's very explosive it's very dynamic it's going to uh make you give a little bit more punch and power to your appetite there's not a part there's not a part of your body that's not going to be affected or in a very equality way mm-hmm. If, through just you know, uh, now I got my brain part right you know I'm saying? so like but burpees are cardiovascular based extremely explosive and dynamic um, If you wanted to talk about getting in peak strength or peak health, if you're, if your body's allowing, you should really put burpees inside that that arsenal. okay Thrusters, exact same movement just done in a vertical fashion. So rather than jumping, dropping to the floor, you're moving up and down from a front squat to an overhead position, and you're just actually moving those shoulders and those legs a little differently than what you would have in the burpee. Okay. Uh, but you can pretty much. But the thing is with the thruster, I can add and subtract load. Okay. I can make it heavier. Um, you can do that with burpees, but you got to get a little creative and you know, you know. Honestly doing Burpees just straight out novice in a novice style position is good enough for any advanced athlete. Okay. Um let's see.
0: You said lunges pull up. Oh
3: um lunges.
0: lunges. Are just basic basic ones. lunges are not
3: basic. Actually lunges I think in my opinion are a lot ten times better than squats. Um you get to individually utilize your one leg at a time. Okay. Where you know, now okay. you get to you get to work on one leg at a time, its own strength, its own mobility. You, one is not favoring the other um, or supporting the other. You, there's a little bit more abdominal core engagement going on, also because you're off balance, off still. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it's also very more, and it seems to be a lot more functional because what, what are we doing? We're walking, we're running, like right? we're mimicking the same action, okay. or we can even isolate that same action of what we do on a day to day basis anyway. Okay. Um, so I would give lunges over squats any day of the week. Okay. Um, let's go third one, pull-ups.
0: Pull-ups.
3: Can't get enough of them. Pull-ups, 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 pull-ups. <laughs> I don't think I'm to say anything more than pull, 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 pull up. up. Like, all you got to do is just pull up, right? And so um, there's that. Then mm-hmm. I would say top ten, oh, I mean top five, mm-hmm. if I had to do it, I would to... say leg raise, hanging leg raises. Oh. If, if you want to get your abs rock hardcore rock, I would say uh, uh, matter of back. I'm gonna break them all down. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you five exercises for one. Okay. So leg raises, V up, bicycle crunches, mm.
0: hollow
3: holds, and hollow arcs. Then that's my number four. Right. <laughs> that's my number four. So I just had to. I just had to. Break them down so that you can everybody can have some quality movements. Number five, uh, you know what? I would tell you push up, and I would, I'm probably, you know, I'm gonna give you push up, I'm gonna okay. give you the no, <laughs>
2: uh,
3: you know, if anybody has a sledgehammer and a tire, oh. I think you should, I think you should crack it a few times, okay. release some stress. Uh, release the stress, build up your shoulders, build up your cardiovascular. But I'm I'm being funny, but like it's really a hell of a, a hell of a movement. Um, but we can do that. We can knock into some we rocking rock into some push ups. We could go back and forth between that. Just my my the whole object is is not not all these exercises are great. Right. Which one do you like? Which one and which one serve you? I'm gonna say that one more time. All these exercises are great. So all these people that are showing you all these exercises on YouTube and Instagram, yeah, they're dope. They work. What works for you? Right. Not everybody can be a boxer, not everybody could be a Muay Thai fighter. You know what I mean? Like there's contra. <laughs> not everybody is a marathon runner, not not everybody is a not everybody's a sprinter, you know right. what I mean? So like right. you you know, you need to find you need to go out there and find what works for you. And then start to tailor your workouts because that's the journey. Okay. It ain't that's the journey. And so but there's a lot of them out there, so <laughs> a lot of great stuff out there.
0: Top five most memorable moments.
3: Top five most memorable moments mm-hmm.
0: in the music industry.
3: In the music industry, I was about to <laughs> tell you about my first girlfriend. Oh <laughs> God! Oh, God. You- <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, top five most memorable moments in the music industry. Nice. Um, I remember doing making the band, and I didn't really understand the impact that it had, mm. um, and I. I remember driving down 42nd Street and my cousin's hoopty mm-hmm. And this girl saw me. She said, Oh my God. And then all these girls started going. Oh. So, like, and they must have been like in high school or something, but I was like, Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> oh shit. Um, second thing, most memorable time um, in the music industry. Top five in music. Top five in music. Oh wow, that's a hard one. Yeah, thank you,
0: thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you.
3: Um, I have a picture of. I, I remember going to. Um, I'm in the Philippines with Chris Brown. Okay, and he did a concert, and it was like seventy five thousand people, and it was hot as fuck. <laughs> like there was no AC in this whole place. Oh, it was outside. It was hot as fuck. And we were in Manila and we had, and all of us had police escorts. Like there was, there was a civil war going on in, in the Philippines at that time. And the government thought it would be a great thing for the, to boost morale, to bring in artistry. And we just to walk down the block, we like had arms, armed shotguns, like taking us down the block, not the artists, but the artists and the entourage. Wow. So, you know, that was that next thing. Uh, my next do 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 doom. um. <laughs> <the money. laughs> I I met one day. I was at the Staples Center mm-hmm. and they were getting ready for the Grammys, and I was at the rehearsal uh, rehearsal. And right when the artists, they have an artist in- exit, mm-hmm. and they want the artists to exit, and they get in, they go into the sample room, and all these new brands are like giving artists new dope shit. Mm-hmm. and so road manager and their artist and everybody's taking whatever they want and I see this guy, tall white man. And he kind of made me feel like Batman. And he came and his coat, his his cake, his uh trench coat just popped open. And I was like, oh shit, this is a fly motherfucker. Look <laughs> at this motherfucker. And I looked up and it was sting. It was sting. And I was like, this fly <laughs> motherfucker. And I was like oh shit it stings so that was kind of cool that was really cool really um I got I got some now so two years later I'm at the Grammys again Mm -hmm. and now I'm at the Grammy rehearsal but not at the Staples Center but at SIR in LA or in Burbank Mm -hmm. and in every I told you in every in every uh so the Grammy Academy locked locked down the Sir and every artist that you want to think of is there. Right, right. In, in, and and so, my ten years ago, so it's like T Pain and it's Kanye and mm-hmm. it's Common and it's all these dope people. But the rooms to be in was I met Smokey Robinson, Lionel Richie, and walked into a Jay Z rehearsal. Um, oh my God. That and, and, and who else was on that? There was there's one more. There was Lionel Richie, Smokey. I'm missing one person. But that was the level of heat that was performing in that Grammys, and this was the, this was also the year that James Brown died. So like they were the Grammys was getting ready to play tribute to James, and the, and so Chris Brown was also there, like doing the, the doing that. So I would say, but then mind you, it's so funny because in that month or two, I probably met Lionel Richie about five times. Oh wow! And. Here's this is six, but this is my last one. Okay. I'm on the road with Brandy. I'm her tour manager. She said I'm hungry, and if anybody knows you, this tooth is I'm a hot dog fanatic. <laughs> Help, or not, I love fucking hot dogs. So, um, I remember going to this spot called uh, Portobello in, in downtown Chicago. So I leave I leave um, Brandy because they're doing the I think GCI. GC, the radio station in Chicago, GTI, mm-hmm. is doing their summer blast or their summer concert series, and I'm with Mace. I'm on Mace on Friday and Brandy on with Santa Saturday because I was working both artists. Oh, and so and and that's a whole different San Francisco <laughs> right, conversation. Right, down, like. right? <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm because I'm tour managing for both. Right, I'm, I'm tour managing. I'm tour managing for Bad Boy and I'm tour managing for Brandy exclusively. So that's okay. where that went in. So I go into. Portobello's, and I'm in line. This line is taking a long fucking time, and I'm hungry. I'm real hungry, and I don't have a long break. I'm, but I need this line to pick up and go. Right. This woman comes in, and she's just talking. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, she's right behind me, and I'm like, what the fuck? And she's just talking, and she has a very distinct voice. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> is this lady just talking? On and I turn around, and I'm seeing a little small commotion. And, and or Betty, just a couple people come up, and they start talking to her. Mm-hmm. And I look back, and it's motherfucking Patty LaBelle. <gasps> and I'm like, and these are real stories. I'm not lying. Like, I don't think there's nobody in the game that I have met and ever been impressed with. But I've been able to be in the comfort circle of legends." Right. Um, sometimes organically and sometimes not. um, so I w- I, 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 and, and this is my sometimes not moment because then I went over there. I introduced she, uh, she, her, her security, her entourage allowed the acceptance of people uh. to come talk to her because she's that type of energy. Right. And I shook her hand I just, how are you doing? I just want to let you know that I'm here with Brandy. I'm her tour manager. Bah, bah, bah. And then she was like, ooh, baby. baby, baby,
2: baby. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, then, and,
3: and then I called Brandy and then they did, hey, how you doing? And they did their own thing. And so like that was different. But I think I got one more.
2: <laughs> give I, it to me I got it to one, more.
3: <laughs> I give one more. I'm at a Diddy party. I'm at a Diddy party in New York City. And I saw MC Hammer. And MC Hammer was doing that whole <laughs> on stage. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit yeah. like cause, but i'm bugging out because i'm bugging out now because it's like even though i wasn't a hammer fan as a kid like mm-hmm. this guy is that guy right. you know what i'm saying this Big guy facts. is that guy right. like he's still like an og he's an og you know what i mean so it's like i'm like it's like ball and deep right mm-hmm. it's like i'm not dealing so with some i'm not dealing with i'm not dealing with nobody my age or somebody that's like You know, we were listening to the same, you know, we were listening to New Edition at the same time. I'm not dealing with nobody my age. I'm dealing with, I'm dealing with, I'm seeing somebody who's my, my sister. And my sisters are 10 years older than
2: me. Okay.
3: I mean, so I'm dealing with their music and I'm dealing with my father's music. And that was probably my most memorable times in music. Mm. But then what really cracked me up is I heard that, you know, they, that, uh, Hammer's one of those guys that you just don't mess around with. either. I'm pretty so sure. That,
0: you know what? Everything that, comes full circle cuz I met him when I was in LA. I had the pleasure of meeting him and I took a picture with him and he was just so, you know, humble. But I'm pretty sure just the way he looked, he looked like he could ses- tear some ass up. He looked like-
3: <laughs> Yeah. Yo. That, that that that's that's the word on the street like, you know. Like Hammer's <laughs> Hamm not that guy that you want to cut with.
0: Is that where he got no. his name from? I need to I need no, to I, interview him. I definitely Yeah, you really I'm
3: pretty I have no idea how we got his name. That's not my business. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Um, that's a, a conversation that ain't I don't feel too comfortable talking about. That. That's not my business. <laughs> nah, but like, um, yeah, but all seriousness, like, yeah, that those that was my time when I was um, when I was in music, um, and that's where the transitions in that's where the transitions
2: were for me.
0: Mm, okay. Top five people you've trained. Cool. I guess either you can do it.
3: Laura London, no, oh. I know them. Laura London, <laughs> damn. Like my top 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 five celebrities. Um, were that yes. people. Who, um, Laura London probably the most professional. Mm. Um, was there at six o'clock in the morning every time it was on it, on it. Um, I would say. I would say Chris Brown, okay. just because Chris Brown is just a, a pure. You better be creative dealing with that kid because that guy's like that kid is a lot of energy and he's very dynamic. You ain't, you ain't know what to tell so, me
0: because I've been I, um, I've been around him. He just yeah, he can't never stop. He
3: just- yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> um, let's see, top five. Rihanna was very receptive. Also, okay. Rihanna was very receptive. But, you know, when she's not, when, you know, she'll let you know when she. You know, we good, we're
2: done.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, Top five celebrities. I would say Khalees was a lot of fun. Okay. Very fiery, just very, just a lot of energy. She <laughs> just, packed, just packed a lot of energy. Packed a, packed a really big punch. Um, who else?
0: You got one more. I'm going I'm
3: gonna, I'm gonna to give it up to my boy, Hugh. I'm gonna give oh, God, rest, God rest God rest in peace. In peace. But yeah. like but I'm gonna get, we um I was his man I was his actual official manager. And what? It was like for a little bit. So like so like on his second album I was his manager along with me, me and Jason Stalin of course. So um I'm gonna say Huey. And yeah. And and um I, I like literally we pulled up over on the side of the highway in Texas and we still start straight up take out a barbecue grill grill and knock out push ups. Like I would say, yeah. That was me and Huey, yeah. Wow. We, I would say
0: Huey all day. Rest in peace to Huey. He was a dope, <clears throat> a dope artist overall as well. Um, if y'all don't know who he is, y'all definitely need to Google him. Um, but yes, it's time for us to do our wind down, our shout outs, and tell them where to follow you at and what they what they don't know about you. Anything that you can leave them last words, and then we're gonna do the question of the day.
3: Um, I'm going to say one down cool. Like, yo, follow me here. Uh, Dean CrossFit, Dean underscore CrossFit. That is my IG for my business, for my brick and mortar business. There's going to be more gyms to come in the near future. Uh, follow me at Brooklyn Fit Fest. That's another one on IG. Um, get there, get there, get there. And then vacation now. Those are my three Instagram accounts that I need you to follow. That's where my business gets laid down. If not, then just follow me here at very. Um I do I do a lot of cross brand promotions between myself and my businesses anyway. So anything that goes on there is going on here too. Um it in, in regards to, you know, remember like I got Costa Rica coming up, I have saloon coming up, I have a couple of things um domestically happening in terms of like fitness retreats. So just remember like life don't take life too seriously. You know, we're gonna have we're gonna start all over twenty times over again mm-hmm. throughout life. So starting all over is not necessarily it's a hard thing, it's a challenge thing, it's an emotional thing but it's not the end of the world. And so just do what you need to do to always heal yourself and to get stronger. Um, I would, what do you not know about me? That ain't nothing you're supposed to know about me. Like whatever I tell you. Is what I, know you like to know. <laughs> I know you like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. pizza late night. I know you like pizza in New York. Look, <laughs> I've known, look, I think me and you have known each other for a little while, but the rest of them, people, yeah, all yeah. know. <laughs>
2: you
3: follow me on the gram. That's it. Like what you see on the gram is what you're supposed to know. Um, no, <laughs> Uh, uh, to be funny and serious, I would say, um, I'm about
0: my business. Yes, for sure.
3: And I can tell you that, like you know, I'm at this chapter. I'm trying to have a little bit of fun, like kids used to have, but in a very adult fashion. And you know, and and when I and that's it, that's it. That's who I. I'm a funk, and I'm a you know, and but what I I am what I will leave everybody with this is that. If you don't make your community healthy, you're not healthy because mm. your surroundings are going to actually influence who you are. So do what you need to do to pull the weeds in your own yard mm. and plant some new and, and and plant some beauty and watch it grow. Because um, if you went if your if if life is stagnant for you, mm-hmm. then what's going to end up happening is you're going to regress rather than progress.
0: Mm. Y'all heard it. And last but not least, I promise, <clears throat> I have a question of the day. That lying. I, get, <laughs> no, I have a question of the day that I get my guests to answer at the end of the show. Um, and it goes by What bothers you about the industry and what would your solution be to fixing it?
3: Ooh, um, you know what? What bothers? Um, you know, I, I really don't know how to answer that question other than. I think it could be a better way, just a better way to like, to like we, we sell sex, drugs and violence all day. Yeah. And so, you know, we also are a product of what we digest. So I think if we can find another way to educate or, or find another way to find health and wellness stimulating, um, I think that would be a very powerful thing, but, you know, I think that will be a very, very, extremely powerful thing. Um, and how do we fix that? Like we do things like your great idea. We have we have artists do marathons. We have artists do fitness engaging events. We yeah. see them on shows. Let's talk to Waka Flocka and his his veganism. You know what I mean? Like we haven't heard. Of, we he should be like there should be something more right about that. It, or and if not Waka, maybe he don't want to do that. But if not Waka, someone else. Right. Because at the end of the day, like we we have to teach people how to like. Care for themselves, and that's an actual skill. And if we're not talking about it, then things like Biz Marquis passing at the age of, at, at the early age of fifty seven is going to be our reality. Because let's not forget, my, like I said, my sisters are in their fifties. Right. I remember Biz Marquis at the age of four through my sister's music, right. and so he's a young man. And then he's then now when you attach the age to like someone who you know and love, and you're like, damn. My dad is like, for some of y'all that's watching, my dad is 57 or my grandma is 57. We're like, see a young age. Right. But the thing right. is, is that how do we curve these things? I remember talking to David Banner and like, I broke a story with David Banner because he has diabetes as well. And then he became a vegan and like, he started like taking care of himself and getting into health. And this was a, a little confusing. A, a um, I did this article with him at on all hip com, and like, we, and we talked about it, but then there's not enough follow-up because it's one of these diseases in our community as black people that just kind of gets normalized. Right. And it's not normal. And, and it's not normal. And it's not normal. it's not normal. It's not normal whatsoever. And so, yeah, like, nah, like, you better come get some of that feel good, get some of that care, care act right. and get your shit together. Mm. <laughs>
0: yeah y'all heard it y'all heard it but we are definitely out of time and um i appreciate you for even stopping by shedding some light on health and fitness and them being combined in the entertainment industry because believe it or not it's very important even going on the road even just your day-to-day lifestyle every just make the slightest change and everything else will follow behind and And Chris, you definitely have to follow him, uh, Chris.Sansberry on Instagram. And, yep, that should be it. And we're out of this thing. And, you know, um, like I said before, I really appreciate this. And um, follow the podcast, So Hollywood, the podcast. Follow me, M-I-S-S-Hollywood313. Um and session 420. If you know anybody that's looking for session time, uh, I have that as well. And www.allofhollywood.biz is my website. Um, did you want to leave them with any last words? If not, we out this thing.
3: Yo, be strong, take care of yourself.
0: All right. I appreciate it. Don't
3: take you. that lightly. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Is
1: it me or was it hiding here? Is it me or is it high? Holly? So hollywood, oh double L why W double O So Hollywood Oh double L why you double O So Hollywood Oh double L why W double O So Hollywood Double L Y double Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get ignorant. The Hollywood lights are bright, let's get right for a little bit. The volume so low, so let's go and bump it a little bit. Let's celebrate back it's gonna end in a little bit. Hit the bottle a little twist. And mix it with some of this. And mix it with Hollywood, and you are far from monotonous. Imagine the gas can't produce more hotness than this hip-hop pop. and female accomplished. Oh hey. double O So Hollywood. Oh double L Double So Hollywood hood double So high double Is it me or is it high?
0: To be a guest on So Hollywood the Podcast, just email So Hollywood at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram, So Hollywood the Podcast and MISS Hollywood 313. Looking to book your next studio session? Contact Session 420 at com.